You are listening to the weekly podcast of Trinity Life Cathedral Church in Germantown, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. You need to pray for your children all the time. Are you listening to this? You need to pray not only that God will cover them, but they will be around people that's like-minded like them. I'm serious. Because it's important nowadays, amen, praise God, that you be careful where you let your children go. Amen, praise God. If that house that you are let you are allowing them to go over and they don't worship, they don't govern the Lord, I don't care what who they say is their friend. You do your due diligence because your assignment is to cover your child. The Bible said we should train them up. See, it's important to do this. It's important to bring your children to church. There are so many parents now come to church and leave their children at the house. Who does that? Take a moment right there and think about it. Because my mother didn't know everything about the word of God, but she knew the Lord. And guess what? When she came, everybody else raised up and went. I'm talking about we greased up with blue magic, looking like a brand new penny. Y'all don't know about blue magic. Some of y'all know. But blue magic was the grease. Amen. Praise God. Y'all ain't saying I mean, we looking like Kuti Kinte. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Roots coming up out the house. We, <laughs> hey, but we walk in the church. We walk in the church. We go in the church. Yeah, we go in the church. Amen, praise God, hallelujah. And now today, we, we literally let our children make the decision. Whether they want to come to church. Got their own TV, got their own bathroom. Got their own shower. Y'all been saying we 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 have came a long way, but shame on you when you come to church and you leave them at the house with a phone. Now watch this. Shame on you, parents, that allow your children to dictate what church you go to. I got quiet right there. Yeah, listen to Bishop. You are the head of them. They are not the head of you. Just because they like it. God spoke to you and told you where you're supposed to be. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Parents today want to be friends with their daughters and sons and all of that. You cannot be that way. You setting them up for failure. I'm telling you right now. And when they get older, they're gonna start telling off, going off on you. And then you're gonna try to you're gonna try to now put them in check. It's too late now. Shame on you. That quiet right there. Yeah, that's that's a pastoral moment, ain't it? Put that in there before the word, amen. Amen. Praise God. It is important. I'm serious. Because I see, because I see this. I see this. I see this. So I see this so much. 
I see it so much. I see it so much. And shame on you. And you will be ready to fight somebody when somebody speaks the truth. You get so offended. You get so mad. A lot of people get mad and look at the message I speak sometimes. They get offended. And then some of them like to say, well, he didn't teach that right. I'm going to pray for you. Because I'm not assigned to you. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm not assigned to you. So if you're watching this just a bit through what I'm saying, and am I doing this right or whatever, oh, my God bless you. If I missed it, then the Holy Spirit teach me better. But I'm finding out that's, that's what we do. I mean, we, we do that. Amen, praise God. And I'm finding out we just, people not just church hop, just, just. I mean, they, not, they don't have no stability. They just church hop. Soon as somebody hurt them, they just leave the church. Just, or they feel offended, they just leave the church. And they'll try to say that I'm seeking the Lord. The Lord is leading me over here. How is the Lord leading you over there when you left the place you were out of order? That's not God. Because he said, I'm not a God of confusion. If you had a problem, the Lord said, if you have a problem, then take somebody with you and go in twos so that there won't be a misunderstanding. Y'all ain't saying, we won't do that. We will get on the phone and talk about each other. And we got to stop the stuff we're doing so that we can be better people who God calls us. People can't see the light of God in you because you, you mix with light and darkness. You don't know which one you want to do. So now the people are confused. Y'all ain't saying that. Your assignment is to show life and be a light. Examine your life. Are you doing those two things? If you are not, how are you in agreement with God? Because Jesus came to give us life. And he came to be the light of the world. So we're supposed to demonstrate ourselves out there. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, somebody. See, it don't matter what it don't matter what church you go to. If they're not teaching that, then what are you doing? I don't care what denomination you are. What are you doing? But we need to lift that family up because I won't say too much about that because it's it's. I believe uh, when a mother and father lose their children, um, that's, how, that's devastating. That's devastating. That's why I thank God that my wife and I raised our children up in the word. And though they, if they stray from it, they will come back. I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in peace because I know I trained them up. See, when you know you train your children up, you in peace. You, you, you feel all right. Now, if they do something that's not in the will of God, they know what they did. And if they're doing it, they know what they're doing. But they've been trained up. So what my wife and I do is just come and agree when we begin to pray for them. That they will turn their situation back around. That they will get back in the word of God. They will be, get back to God. That's what we do because they are not those now. 
So we don't need to want them with the word. Because God can do more greater than we can. He's saying nothing. All we have to do is just pray for them. But I say that because it's important because young people today, amen, praise God. I'm serious. Sometimes uh, they don't like correction because they don't get correction at the house. And sometimes when they're out in the out in the world, they have to still obey the law of the land. And it can go both ways. It can turn real bad. Yes. Now watch this. The officers of the law of the land must obey the law of the land as well. Just like preachers who preach the word of God. We can't just do what we want to do and try to tell you what to do. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. You know, some of us still have that spirit. Do as I said, not what I, what you see. Yeah, some of us still teach our children like that. Yeah, you don't want them to have nobody, but they see Ray Ray and Junebug come over your house. <laughs> and you think they don't know what's going on. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. You have to understand they are watching. They understand. They see it now. And especially if they're teenagers, they already know what's up. They will get on Snapchat, get on Instagram, get on and everything and, and talk to their friend. You know, they, they just came over here. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I wake up seeing them. I lay down seeing them. But as soon as they get older, and they want somebody to stay with them or whatever you made, but they sing it from you. Amen. Oh, it's tight, but it's right. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, it's important. So it's important that the that the officers of the law obey the law as well. They're not subject. To correction when they get out of order. Y'all ain't saying So I said we got to pray for that because I thank God because my, my oldest son is in law enforcement. And I thank God that God has allowed me to, to speak to his heart. You've heard his daddy teach and preach. And I always, not only that, just teach him in general. You treat people like you want to be treated. Think about that individual because you have sons and you don't want nobody to do your son like that. So always know that it's a different way to handle something. You always be professional about it. You always think about the think about if you wasn't an officer of the law. See, and that's how I have to think when I'm a man of God, when I'm a pastor, when I'm a preacher, amen. Because some folks will say some cutthroat stuff to me. Now that old MacArthur would literally get back. But the, but the new one, amen, praise God, I ain't gonna let you derail what God got for me. I just walk, I, what I do is I walk off and sometimes I don't comment on certain things when people try to get at me about giving. 
Yes, they do. I don't say anything. But now when I need to correct them with the word of God, I do it in the spirit of meekness. Because you have a lack of understanding of the principle of giving, let alone God's principles that comes with promises that we must do something as believers. Amen. I'm just telling you. So we got to pray for this city. Amen. Praise God. Because tomorrow, when that footage comes out, we got to pray that God will use the nickel family to speak to our culture not to cut up. I'm telling you this right now. Here, Bishop. I'm telling you this right now. We got to do that because we don't want to see no more black people die off of this. Because you got to understand who you're going to be attacking. Us. What? What's going to change? Yes, so we have to let them go through their grievance. But I pray that God use them as a voice to not speak violence, rage, bitter. But they do the opposite. Love. Joy. Peace. Yes, they are real. Let's believe that the jurisdiction, that, that, that the law is going to uphold. And we got to still turn around and pray for the officers, families. They are husbands, wives. Children, mothers, fathers. How do you think they feel? Because I just believe they train their children up the right way. Even though they are adults, I just believe they trained them up right. They did. But the devil got the best of them. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why it's important to make sure your children come to church. So that they can hear the word of God because their, their hearts need to be pierced. Their hearts need to understand trans transformation. They need more than just to be saved. They need to make sure they understand deliverance. Come on, son. So let's pray. Let's make sure we're praying. Amen. Praise God. I just believe that it won't, it won't, it won't get bad tomorrow. I'm believing that. I'm decreeing that it won't. Amen. I'm serious because we, as a church, we all need to do that. Every church that's in this city. And also, let's pray for Harvest Church. Amen. Uh, one of the pastors, uh, leaders and pastors, they were in a plane crash. And let's pray for them and the ones that didn't make it. We're praying for Harvest Church. That's on Winchester and Forest Hill Lorraine. Amen. Praise God. Uh, is the pastor still alive? He's still a, Amen. Praise God. He's getting better. Amen. Praise God. But the executive, was the executive pastor and a few more other leaders. Amen. They passed away uh, from the crane uh, from the plane crash. Amen. So we are praying definitely for that church and the families of that church. Some people say, see that's why I don't fly. The devil is alive. God has not given me a, the spirit of fear. I'm believing God for a jet. That's still not going to change. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm not, I, I like aircrafts. Amen. Praise God. I just believe. Amen. I always pray for the pilot and the co-pilot, the flight, and then I pray for everybody that's on there. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That God always lends us in our destination. Amen. Praise God. And I'm still believing God for it. Yeah, I'm still believing God for a jet, helicopter, whatever, whichever one he wants. Amen. Praise God. He know I love to fly. Amen. Praise God. I just believe in getting to the destination quicker. Amen. Now I love driving. My wife loves driving. I love riding with her because we eat some fallacies and we talk about a lot. <laughs> but now, even then, past six to eight hours, Bishop just don't want to drive no more. Amen. I done got that age. Amen. And we were young and we do 12, 4 times. We split that thing up. You know what I'm saying? You do seven, I do seven. Yeah, we split it up. But no, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't know. I don't want to do that. I really don't. I, I, I really don't. I don't. I don't mind doing it, but I really don't. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because I just like, I like fire. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I do. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And I'm believing, Lord, that's not going to change my mind. Amen. Praise God. Because of what, because of that happening. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm believing I'm going to soar like an eagle this year. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's get in the word. Amen. Praise God. Baby, what's the name up there? It's not up there. Amen, praise God. All right, we're going to All right, all right. We've been doing this series. Today is the last day for the series that we've been teaching and preaching. Um, amen, praise God. Soaring, soaring faith, uh, part four. Amen, Isaiah 40 and 31. Amen, praise God. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, turn there. If you don't, you can look right on the screen. Amen, praise God. Truly, I thank God who's the head of our life. Come on, let's thank God for the first lady of this house. First lady of this Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And thank God for all the leaders. Amen. And everyone that's here minister. Amen. Sydney. Amen. The mothers. Amen. Praise God. My administrative staff. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Y'all be praying for me. Amen. Um, um, Lashana, I think we got a teacher, but I'm waiting to hear from I asked her to pray about it, but I think we might have a great, amen, church uh a church teacher for the youth, for the for the for the children. Amen. Praise God. But I did talk to her. Amen. Praise God. So I'm awake. I'm believing. Amen. Praise God. That she's the right candidate. Amen. She's the right candidate because I know she can do it because she did it before. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I think she's the right one. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I just I told her, you know, saying pray about it, and we'll talk about it this week. So hopefully, amen, in February, we'll have our children church in the fellowship and we'll have a teacher so you won't be distracted by your children. They'll be next door, amen. we have a great teacher for them uh, and they'll be excited, amen. So we're trying to put everything in place uh, about spring. So hopefully that'll be good, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. And also, we're still working on how to do this food pantry? Uh, I gotta, uh, I gotta get with apostles. So I'm trying to see how we can work that and really be a blessing to the community. Um, so we gotta try to put that together. Also, Amen. Praise God. And some exciting things that we're gonna do here at Trinity this year. Amen. Praise God. So I'm, I'm believing God. Amen for that. Next Sunday is College Sunday. Amen. Praise God. Wear your college, your um, a, a parable, amen, whatever college 
you went to or whatever college you supported as a mother or whatever, where, amen, praise God, you know most of Bishop money go to the University of Memphis, amen, praise God, hallelujah, so I'm going to have my Memphis key on, amen, praise God, hallelujah, amen, praise God. So just wear, amen, praise God, your college apparel, amen, if you didn't go to college, amen, but you supported somebody, a nephew or a cousin or whatever, amen, just, hey, let's, let's do that. If you don't have no college Amen. To support, amen. Then just support, amen, amen. Lamorne on college, amen. Praise God. Now we'll do that next month, amen. Praise God. But just, just do that, amen. Praise God. Let's do that, amen. Praise God. And first Sunday of February is our church anniversary, amen. And that's Super Sunday, amen. That's where I don't mind you wearing your jersey when you're going to hell because you're going to wear a, a jersey of your team. Let me say that. Are you trying to be like the world? That's super. That's first Sunday, and that's our anniversary because that's when I started the church. I started the church. Yeah, it was February the third, wasn't it? Or the fifth? I think it was February the fifth in two thousand nineteen. Yes, we was in Olive Branch. Yeah. So I will be giving our declaration word. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. For the vision going forth, amen, on February the 5th, amen, praise God. And February the 12th is the pastor and wife anniversary, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Our anniversary is really that Monday, amen, the 13th, but we'll do it that 12th, amen, praise God. And guess what? The Lord told me our guest speaker will be Minister Sidney Flight. Yeah, the Lord spoke to me. That's who it was. Because I was waiting on the Lord to give me who to speak on on February the 12th. So it would be none other than our minister, Minister Sidney Pfeiffer. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe in blessing the house. Amen. Everything we have is in the house. I know I've took up a lot of time, but I'm going to give you the word because we still going to be done by 1 30. Yeah. Amen. The wife's looking like, yeah, right. Watch God work. Yeah, you be looking like, yes, yeah, we have to look like, watch God work. It don't take all day. Amen. Praise God. I got these. I'm just obeying the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 is our scripture for our, for our series. Amen. Praise God. And it says, Isaiah 40 and 31, it says, if you would, let us stand reading for the reading of the word. Amen. Praise God. Let us stand. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. The word of God for the people of God. God bless you. You may be seated. Father God, I thank you and I praise you for this word today. I ask and pray God that you will bless every, every believer that's here today. Let every ear hear and let every heart receive. Bless those that are watching in the virtual audience as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And here's how it reads, amen, in the Amplified Version. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as an eagle mount up to the sun. They shall walk and not faint and, and not become tired. Amen. For the word of God. 
for the people of God. Amen. Praise God. And here's the subtitle. Amen. Praise God. The subtitle. Amen. Praise God. Our subtitle. Amen. Will be the thoughts that's agreeable to God. Amen. You know we've been teaching. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 16 and 3 has been the scripture for the subtitle. The subtitle again. Amen. We've been talking about the thought process. Making our thoughts become agreeable with God. Making our thoughts become agreeable with God. That's how you wait upon the Lord because your thoughts are in agreeable with God and you don't move until God tells you to move. Amen. Praise God. See, that's, and a lot of times we don't, we sometimes move before God said move. But if your thoughts have became agreeable with the will of God, meaning the word of God, then you won't move too soon. You will not move on what you first hear. So it's important that you understand that, that if you're going to soar like an eagle in 23, amen, praise God, then you must make your thoughts become agreeable with God. Not with man, but with God. Not with your girlfriend, but with God. Not with your boyfriend, but with God. Not with your best friend, but with God. See, your thoughts must become agreeable with the will of God if you're going to soar like an eagle. If you're going to soar like an eagle in 23, your thought process must change. And that's what Bishop is saying in this first month, in this first year. You can't think like you thought in 22. You can't think like you thought in 21. You can't think like you thought in 2020. You can't. Your thought process must change if you're going to soar like an eagle. Your thought process got to change. It must change. If it does not change, how are you going to see change? There's nobody in here that does not desire change. There's nobody in here, there's nobody that's watching me right now that you don't desire change. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You want that. You want things better for you. Well, in order for things to become better for you, your thought process must change. Yes, it must. It must change. Proverbs 16 and 3 says, Amen, praise God, hallelujah. The, the King James Version says, Amen, praise God, hallelujah. Commit. Commit thy works unto the Lord. And thou thought, and thou thoughts shall be established. A lot of us are not thinking like God. That's why nothing can be established. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be successful. He wants to see you and see your territory enlarged. But it can't happen because you have yet to commit thy way, thy works unto the Lord. Bishop, I tell you, come to church. Come to, hear the word of God. The word of God will build your faith up. The word of God will help you. I'm trying to get your thoughts in agreeable with God. That's all I'm trying to do. Stop listening to the street. He tried to make you come to church for some months. Stop listening to folks that broke. 
boasting in themselves. Here, Bishop, stop doing it. Stop, stop, stop being on these social media pages that people that want to tie down the preacher want to say, you look, stop doing it. Because the Bible said, touch not my anointing nor do my prophet in the home. Just because a man of God or a woman of God does something wrong, I've told you this numerous times, I'm going to keep telling you, don't you say nothing. God will deal with them. I promise you he will. I, you, I, I, if, if God be who he is, I promise you he will. Didn't you hear Bishop said there's a lot of preachers preaching, but God didn't find them. But they still preaching. And they got big churches too. But when he uncovers them, now everybody's shocked. What you shocked for? I keep telling y'all. Y'all people don't believe it. They just think that's a clear. I'm telling you. Saul was the king, but God had already fired him because he had David. Get, he was getting David ready. But even though David had an opportunity to kill Saul, he never touched Saul when he knew Saul wanted him dead. Because you know why? He still was God's man of God. So David didn't kill him. Had numerous time to kill him. You know David could have killed him any time David killing bears and wolves from sheep. He could have told he could have told Saul apart, but Saul still was the king. But God had took his hands off of Saul and told Samuel to go down there and anoint the next king. Amen. Praise God. And see, I'm telling you right now. See, when God does things, it does not come in the same way that we think it should come. Mm, that's what he said. Isaiah. That's Isaiah 55 and verse 89. His thoughts are not like our thoughts. His ways are not like our ways. But I'm trying to get you to think like him now. That's how you see. That's how you see God bless you. Now look what it says in Amplified. Amplified says, roll your works unto the Lord. Commit and trust in them. Woe unto him. He will call. See, when you commit to God, he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will. He will cause. See, every time you hear the word of faith, every time you come, all I'm doing is I'm, 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 I'm help training your thoughts. Amen. Praise God. To where is it now when you are not in the household of faith and you're around people and they say something, that's not God. So you're not going to agree with that. And God will begin to talk to you. God will begin to tell you to, to isolate yourself from that conversation. Isolate yourself from that situation because it's not good. It's trying to dilute your thought. It's trying to tie down what your bishop is trying to impart in you. Last Sunday was an impartation. The Holy Ghost told me to do that. And for the most part, y'all stayed. Now some people probably say, man, I hope they don't have a like that all the time. Now that's the Holy Ghost. I'm not. Trinity don't have a program. We're not a program-driven church. So when the Holy Ghost speaks to me, I obey. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Yeah, because some, some of them thought like that. Y'all hold church that long? No. The Holy Spirit. God told me to pray for everybody. Y'all ain't saying nothing. They that wait upon the Lord. 
the impatience that took place. Uh, let me move on. Let me move on. So shall your plans be established in success. God wants to establish your plans. But he wants to first make sure your thought process is right. Here, see, the will of God is here. The deliberation is us on the table, our body. Now watch this now. I said the will of God is above. Now here are the four things that's, un that's beside us. You have the flesh on one side. You have the spirit on the other side. And beneath that you have emotion. And then besides emotion you have intellect. But the will of God is here. But the body is us. And all four of these things that I just mentioned is inside the body. The flesh trying to tell you to do something wrong. The spirit telling you that's not right. Amen. Praise God. And then you emotion. Amen. Praise God. You're looking for sympathy. You're moaning. You're See, you, you out of emotion. Amen. And then there's the intellect. You're trying to outthink God. Come on, Bishop. All of this is going on when the will of God is here. And the key to getting the will of God is your thoughts that the change. Here's the four dynamics, amen. Here's the four dynamics. These are the last four, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Amen, praise God. For the last three weeks, amen, the last four Sundays, amen, we had a thought of patterns, amen, a thought of position, a thought of planning, a thought of prayer, a thought of provision, a thought of peculiar, amen, praise God. Now, here's the last four dynamics, thoughts of agreeable to God. There's the thought of peace is the first one. A thought of peace. Your thoughts must be about peace. Even when you are in a situation that it don't seem good. It's chaos. Everybody is, 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 is talking crazy, looking crazy. Listen to me. You're, you must have a thought of peace. Go, go, go to John. Go to John. Go to John. John 16. John 16. Right down there. Okay. John, John, amen. John 16, verse 14, verse 16, 33. Amen. Praise God. Look what it says. These things I have spoken unto you. This is Jesus talking to the disciples. That in, in me he might have peace. Look what he said. That in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We think peace is in the world. Are you looking at this scripture? He's telling us right now, even though we live in the world, the peace is in him. Not the world. I need you to hear me this morning. See, you expecting to have peace among things in the world. That's not going to happen. But you can have a thought process of peace while you're in the earth. Or while you're in the world. See, because people can't take the peace out of you. So when you don't act like them, they think something wrong with you. 
No, you're something wrong with them. Because see, your thought process, glory to God, Come on, baby. tells you that your thoughts must be of peace. No matter what's going on, you must be of peace. Why they ain't cutting up? Why they ain't going off? Because my thought process said I must meditate on peace. So when somebody's talking crazy, don't you talk crazy? Your thought process is peace. When they speak bad about you, you speak well about them. I love when you talk bad about me. I still speak well though. And I'm talking about preachers. Can't stand it. Feel that I'm arrogant. No, that's confidence. Feel like I'm caught. No, that's confidence in God. He talking about he a multi-millionaire now. You won't live long enough to see God make me a multi-millionaire. He gonna make sure you see Y'all ain't saying. Come on, Bishop. Amen. I'm telling you, what God, I'm telling you. See, when the Bible said vengeance is the Lord, we think God gonna put His hands on somebody. No, that's really what God. What God is really saying is, I'm gonna make sure they live long enough to see me, see you bless me, bless you. Come on, come on. I'm gonna make sure. He said, I'm gonna make sure they stay around to see me, to see what I'm gonna do in your life. I'm going to make them live long enough. The, the very ones that put their mouth on you, the very ones that talked about you, the very ones that I command to help you didn't help you, I'm going to still make sure they live long enough to know that the hand of God was on your life and I'm going to bless them in the midst of you. Peace, I'm talking about peace. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said peace is in him. He's the prince of peace. Praise, peace is in him. We still be seeking peace for people. Peace is in God. It ain't from people. So you got that means your thought. That means you have to have your, your thoughts must become agreeable to his will. When, you, when your thoughts become agreeable to his will, that's when you start getting peace. That's when God tells you to calm down. Come on. That's when God began to tell you to calm down and then he downloads an idea. Because yeah. now you at peace. So he can move because you got to beat your thoughts. It's peace. Here's number two. Here's number two. Number two. The Amplified Version it says, I have told you these things so that in me ye might have perfect perfect peace in confidence in the world as tribulation, trial, distress, frustration, I just told but be of good cheer. Look what he said now. Take courage. Be confident. Courage. Certain. For I have overcame the world. It is it's of power. It, it of power to harm, to not harm you or for you to conquer it. See, we are conquerors. You can't become a conqueror until you conquer peace. All right. You can't become a conqueror until you conquer peace. Stay composed. Don't get frustrated. Don't get mad. See, because if you stay in peace 
while you are talking to an individual, the Holy Spirit will download in your spirit how to handle that situation. He God to do something, but we don't want to have thoughts that's pleasing of God. Do we want to please him? Why is it so hard for us to come to the household of faith? Why do we struggle with that? Because again, the will of God, the body, the liver, the table, spirit, flesh. Flesh, man, you can lay down all day, man. You miss, you can watch service on, 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 on social media. You catch that next time. Mm. That's flesh. That's your body. Amen. Emotion. Amen. Praise God. I, I went to the church and the church wouldn't help me. I'm going to help that old Holy Ghost. I'm just telling you. Emotion. Get mad. I'm going to find me another church. Amen. You're going to find you another church, but you still going to go in that church messed up, jacked up, and everything. You upset, you're mad, and everything. You haven't got delivered. And then when you go to the other church, you put your mouth on the church you left. Is that pleasing to God? No. That's not pleasing to God. Some of the things we do are not pleasing to God. And some people will validate what you did. God knows your heart. But when your thoughts are going to become agreeable with God, when are you going to change that? Glory to God. Thoughts of peace, Colossians. Amen. One and ten. Look what it says. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing is just not finances. I'm trying to teach you to increase your knowledge. I'm trying to teach you to increase your will to God. So increasing is not just finances. I want you to increase your knowledge and your wisdom. And because you do that, financial resources, financial blessings will come to you. But I want you to increase your knowledge. So how do I do that, Bishop? By rolling your thoughts unto the Lord. By, make, by allowing your thoughts to become agreeable to God. Hearing the word. Hearing the word. Faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. Let's go to number three. The Amplified Version says that ye might walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner that's worthy of God, feeling pleasing to Him. Examine yourself today. Are you doing things that's pleasing to God? You ain't got, Bishop ain't got to be with you. God with you every day. 24, 24. So now ask yourself, don't, don't. Ask yourself, are you doing things that's pleasing to God? I'm looking for folks to validate you when you know you didn't did something that's not pleasing to God. Oh, we do that. I just got weak and I fell into the... Come on. It's time for you to make your thoughts become agreeable with God. And God will help you when your flesh get weak. 
Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing in here. God will help you. You don't want that help because you like that flesh. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Talk, oh, talk, Holy Ghost. Preach, Holy Ghost. Preach. Amen. Yeah. That's pleasing to him. And the desires to please him are all in all things. Bearing fruit and every good thing. Study fat, growing, increasing in the word. Amen. Of knowledge. Amen. Praise God. See, this is, in other words, God wants to be able to recognize you while you're in the earth realm. Come on, that's your... Oh, that's right. You ought, to, you ought to get that in your spirit. Can God recognize you right now? Can you be adamant with God? God, that's, that's the type of stuff that's pleasing to God. God wants to be able to recognize you when you pray. Y'all ain't saying nothing in hell. Let's be honest. Can he recognize you right now? God want to recognize you. He know who you are. He, he wants to bless you. Here's number three. Thoughts of participation. Let's be honest. Everybody in the church don't want to participate. Some of us come to church. And as soon as we come to church, we're ready to leave. We say hello and we jet. Amen. Praise God. But if you are a child of God, then you ought to have a spirit of participation. You ought to want to get involved in your ministry. You ought to want to get involved in your church. Why? Because these things are pleasing to God. Because these are thoughts. These are the will of God. You ought to want to become a part of some ministry in the church. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Go to, go to John. Let's go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verse 4 and 5. Look what it says. Jesus is talking to the disciples. This is how you stay connected to God. This is how you participate in the body of Christ. This is how you participate in your church. This is how you participate as a believer. This is how your thoughts become agreeable with the will of God. It is in the will of God that you participate. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. God don't just want you to be in the pews or the chairs. Amen, praise God. And some of you don't even want to participate when it's time to give. You rob God. That's a part of participation. Oh, it's tight, but it's right. Look what it says. Look what it says. Look what it says. Verse 4. Go back to verse 4. Go back to verse 4. Amen, praise God. Verse 4. Look what it says. Abide in me. See, look, this is the Lord talking. And I in you. In other words, I need something. I need some participation. In other words, I, 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 I want to be married to you. Y'all ain't saying that. So many people want to get married, but they ain't married to the Lord yet. That's why you have yet to get that husband. I'm talking to you. I'm talking right. Listen to Bishop. If you abide in him first, and he abide in you, you ain't got to worry about that. He going to send the husband to you. Oh, y'all ain't saying that. Because he know that's one of your desires. Watch this. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, look at God, except it abide in the vine. He is the vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is the vine. No one can ye except ye abide in me. First five, first five. Look, look, look. See, look, you see the participate. You see how God wants you to participate with him? He's looking for somebody in the earth that will participate with him. 
He's looking for us. He's, I'm telling you, God, God is ready to open the floodgates in your life. He just needs you to participate. If you are willing to abide in him, there's nothing he won't do for you. But he needs you to participate. He needs all of you. He don't need some of you. I am the vine. Then he comes in verse 5 to repeat what he said in verse 4. I am. What comes out there? I am. He's telling. That's a universal word. I am. I am the vine. So what you want to be is in him. Ye are the branch. That's what we are. We're the branch. He the vine. We're the branches. He that abide in me. Not everybody. Not Ray Ray. Not Pookie. Not uh, not Luder, not Shawanka, not uh, 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 uh not. he said, abide in me, and I am him. The sun brings forth much fruit. This that song, it said, much fruit, meaning you will have so much to where is it you would have to give it away because you got to make room because it keep coming back to you it keep being poured out to you so you're running out of room so you are in an overflow in your life to where is it now you got to go give some stuff away because it keep coming in it keep coming in because I'm a, because I'm connected to you for without me you can do nothing nothing and a lot of us are operating without God. And because we see people that's, that's, that's not connected to God and we see what they have and think that we can now do that, that's not your, that's not your way. Just because you see them doing it, that's not your way. He is your way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way. He's trying to make your thoughts become agreeable to his will. And his will is for you to be successful. His will is for you to be abundant. His will is for you to live like never before. That's his will. But he's looking for somebody in the earth that will participate in his word and be his word and do his work. He's looking for some participation. Yeah. And cooperation. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the last one. And my little grandson. Preach, little preacher. Preach. Hallelujah. The thoughts of perseverance. You gotta have a thought. See, you gotta have thought. A thought of perseverance. You gotta know without a shadow of doubt. That no matter how things look, your God will prevail. Yes. Are you listening to Bishop? I'm talking to somebody here. I don't care how things look, how things may look, or how things are about to look. You need to know that your thoughts of perseverance will get you through this situation if you yeah. just have thoughts that's in agreeable. With God. Hebrews 10 and 23. Hebrews 10 and 23. Hebrews 10 and 23. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10 and 23. 
John 15 and 4, 5, the Amplified Version said, dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in being virtual unity. I want to do something that you can never, never imagine. But he said, I just need you to cooperate. I need you to participate and be in control. Be, be, be in me. Yes. Give me the opportunity to be the lordship over your life. Yes. And see won't I bless you like you've never been blessed. Here's the last one, amen, the thoughts of perseverance. Hebrews 10 and 33 says, let us hold fast to profession of our faith without wavering. See, some of y'all got to stay with this thing. You got to keep confessing this thing. I don't care how bad it gets, you keep on you keep on professing it. You keep on decreeing it. You keep on declaring it. I'm telling you, God is faithful to bring what you said, but you got to know that the word of God is the word of God. Keep professing it. Keep on confessing. You gotta stick with it. You gotta stick. Don't stop. Stop. Don't you stop saying what God said he wants to do. You need to know he's faithful to bring the promise to pass. I said he's faithful to bring the promise to pass. Come on, Abraham. God spoke to Abram when he was 75 years old. And he told him that he would have a child. Amen. Praise God. Now you need to know he was 75 years old. Amen. Praise God. The son didn't manifest until he was 100. But guess what? Through those 25 years, amen, praise God, hallelujah, God was still faithful to do what he promised that he would do through Abraham. Even though Abraham stepped out of his will and took it upon himself and took one of Sarah's maids and made a baby, amen, praise God, that was not his wife. But guess what? God still was faithful to fulfill what he told Abram what he would do. Now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Oh, glory to God. Speak on the ghost. I'm closing now. Hallelujah. Watch this, watch this. Abram, 75. But God speaks to Abram and tell Abram, you Abraham. Yes. Why still in the flesh? He knew age still was going to sin. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But he seen him as Abraham. Oh, I'm talking in here. Right, watch this now. Watch this now. In other words, God was doing Romans 4 and 17. Put that up there, Daniel. I'm closing. Amen. Praise God. See, he was able. Meaning he still was in the flesh. He still was doing stuff. He knew, he knew that him and Sarah was going to try to dig something up and mess stuff up. Amen. Praise God. But he still told them that you still going to be fathers of nations. Now, mind you, he ain't the father of nations yet. But God sees the end because the Bible said he's the beginning and the end. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So see, even though in the beginning when he was 75, God knew he was going to be Abraham at the end. He knew he was going to be the father of many nations. Watch this. God did, he did Romans 4 and 17. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. Oh, Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Before before him who he believed, y'all ain't saying, 
See, at 75, he didn't really believe. He heard God, but his name was Abe. That's why God hadn't changed him yet. But God knew he was going to change him to Abraham. Watch this now. Even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were, he knew when he was Abe, he was going to be Abraham. Because he could cause those things as not as though they were. What am I saying? God know what he's going to do for you. God know where you are right now. Because the word of God said he can cause those things as not as though they were. Watch this, watch this. He knew who MacArthur was. But he knew that I was a bishop. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He knew I was jacked up. I was pulled up. I wasn't no good. But he called those things as not as though they were. He knew that I would be standing here ministering the word of God to you. He knew what I was going to be because he knew when I was in my struggling time, he still had an assignment that came with a mental. So what am I saying? Just because you ain't there yet, God already know how you're going to be at the end because he's the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega. Watch this, watch this. He knew that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. His mother, y'all are saying his mother and his auntie was 4,500 of him. They said, we called for you four days ago. Why are you just showing up? And one day he had to let them know, I am the resurrection. He had to let them know, everything starts with me. I'm talking to somebody in here. He had to let them know, I got the power to cause the dead to come alive. He had to show them because, see, he didn't want to do it too soon. I'm talking to somebody here today. God don't want to do it too soon. I told you one third, I'm done. God don't want to do it too soon in your life. But as God is working with your thoughts and making your thoughts become agreeable with his will, he already know how you're going to turn out. He already know what you're going to be. Come 23. He knew when you did all the junk you did the last seven or eight years of your life. But I need you to understand that junk got a purpose. That junk is going to make you become sore like an eagle. This is the year you're going to see stuff different than you've seen it before. Because you're going to be looking out an eagle eye. An eagle can soar high but look down so low. Begin to reveal some stuff to you because you're gonna find out that you now are looking through the eyes of God because your thoughts are becoming agreeable with His will. Shout, shout today because the will of God is in your life, on your life, and it's gonna come. Oh! 
stop you. But you can come Wednesday night. Bible study is always Wednesday night. From 7 to 9, amen. Every Wednesday night, we are here at 3071 Direct Road. If you work through the week, you can't come Wednesday night. But you off on the weekend, you make it up in your mind. Next Sunday, I'm going to be here in person at 3071 Direct Road. Next Sunday, I'm going to be here in person to get a full manifestation. I'm going to dedicate myself to the Lord. I'm going to restore my faith back in God. This month is the month you do it. This is how you make all the other 11 months get in line and get in order. Worship that in glory to God. Father God, we thank you for the word today. Father, we pray now that you bless every family that's up under the sound of my voice. This is the year they will soar in faith. This is the year that you will release double in their life. This is the year that you supernaturally allow them to operate in supernatural faith. Father, we want to participate. We want to be a part of what you are doing in this year. Whatever you are doing in this year, Lord, don't do it without Trinity Church. In the name of Jesus, I decree that right now. Whatever you are doing in this season, like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.